Now broadcasting live via so Ustream or downloaded directly to your mobile device. Bagdenboard.com presents the Bagdon Boardcast. Oh my goodness, and that is crazy. Why are we friends with Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I didn't get slapped like right your mom in here. Uh, you said your parents don't listen to this. He just looked at me like, should I punch him? It doesn't work if you're not wearing what? a mariachi suit. Uh, we're not wearing a mariachi suit. I don't know. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bagging Broadcast, episode number 196. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're joined by friend of the show, Steve. Hey, now. Hey, now. Um, we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. Don't say it's over, because we started you off with the Week in Geek, bringing you the top top geek stories of the past week. I don't even know what that means. Hey now, hey oh. now, don't say it's over. Oh, okay. Come on, there was, there was cleverness yeah. in there. You, you need to resort to some cleverness next. Uh, how about the books we're not looking forward to coming out December 25th? Because oh. uh, there's no books coming out on Fucking Christmas. Ish. You dangled that carrot, and then you just blew it, John. You should have held off on that. Oh, sorry. Marvel is putting out some books. There you go. We'll talk about that. Stop! Digital download Iron Man. And then we follow that up with our (laughs) weekly rotating main topic, and sometimes we have an annual topic as well, and this is our annual Christmas special. We hope you enjoy it, because that's all we're giving you for Christmas this year. This is it. (laughs) This is it. This is our... Great gift to you. We put hours of work into it. Well, the Christmas special I is something shows. We, we have fun with. I think we have more fun sitting down and writing it than... Wait, like, we got together, we ate breakfast, like, sat around. Just we like had joking. the resources and the time. If we were to do a video show, I would want to write skits, like five, three to five minute skits, like, for every video yeah. episode. But... We don't have we don't those have resources. Time, nor money. Or, or, or the resources. Yeah, any kind of time. resources we have go towards buying beer. Exactly. Yes. And that uh, brings us to our first beer. This comes from uh, Great Divide out of uh, Boulder, Colorado. And that is the Yeti Imperial Stout. And this is their oatmeal Yeti. Uh, Great Divide does this great thing where they bring us a great beer like Yeti and then uh, change it up. And this stout is brewed with raisins, guys. Raisins. Hmm. That's what gives it that dark kind of uh, sweetness at the very end. I don't really get a raisin, though. It's no, not a raisin in the no, sun. No, it's, it's more of their imperial stout kind of mm-hmm. with that oatmeal, and then they just add raisins to it to maybe sweeten it a little bit. But mm-hmm. It's really smooth. Like, this is... Fantastic. I, Steve's smooth. done with his. Oh, dude, it's smooth and smoky. Can't, can't put it down. For almost, It's almost 10%. It's like 9.5, 9.8. You, you uh, don't get that, but there, there is a little bit like that tease of the alcohol kind of on that back end. Like after you get like that, just like nice oatmeal kind of, mm-hmm. not sweetness, but you feel it. Like it's a full mouth beer. I, I really like it. Like every now and then, Stouts used to be my favorite. Right. And then I kind of fell off on that because I started getting more and more into the hops. But once in a while, I'll have a stout where it's like, damn, man, I used to love stouts. And this is one of those. It's like, I need to drink more stouts again. I've been really into the stouts and, like, porters lately. So, like, even, like, hoppy beers, like, they don't do it as much as they used to. But it's Buffalo in December. Like, we get those cold nights. Cold nights, I don't want to think about having, like, Mm -hmm. a hoppy beer. Like, I want something just... Malty, 
Like something that heavy will on that alcohol. Put me into that deep winter hibernation. Just something to knock me out for a little while so I forget that I'm in Buffalo. And there's, there's so many great seasonal beers that come out this time of year, too. Like, I, I want to enjoy all of those. Like, when, when Lexi was here, like, we made dinner and we got a bunch of different, like, winter or Christmas beers because it's like, why not? Bless you, Paul. Thank you. I tried to do that off mic. You, you done good. Uh, I would like to get maybe a bottle of this for our, uh, seller. Mm-hmm. Seller one of these. I have to say, like, I hate going to premiere with you, John. <laughs> I was only planning on buying two beers. But th- wow. th- that's what happens when we go. I didn't plan on buying anything because I'm going to Disney World next month. And I was like, I, I want to save all the money I can. Yeah. And just like walking up and down those aisles, it's like, ooh, I like that brewery. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, ah, that's why I had to stop one. going because it, it got bad. I, I didn't spend as much so as So instead, you- I set up my computer and I download games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for five dollars a pop. Spend as much That's as you. less I think than I spent some like of the beer. You spent thirty-eight. I spent okay. like forty-two. Okay, so it wasn't too big of a difference. No, but like that. You you actually were real. You got more beer for your money. Well, I, I I picked up two bottles from Full Sail, and those were like five bucks a pop. Yeah, yeah but I bought two bottles, and they were like four ninety-nine and five ninety-nine. Oh, okay. There you go. I don't know, but and this, this was one of them. There really wasn't a no, point to that. Nine, this was like nine ninety nine, ten ninety nine. But I just want to say, like, when I kind of mentioned before, like any resources we have go towards beer. It's true. It is like, true. Yeah, it's an investment. I, I I played the best friend card to get Chris just to take that long drive up with me. It was my day off, and I've been sitting around in my pajamas all day. That I, sounds like a perfect his, day. I was playing Diablo three all day. I woke up. I played Diablo three. Tiddle with yourself a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I don't even know what he said. He said tiddled with yourself. Oh, okay. I took a shower. You use a teak mouse for that, right? For tiddling? Tiddling. Took a shower, and then I put my pajamas back on. <laughs> it was one of those kind of days. And then John comes home from work, and he's like, oh, I was going to go up to the premiere. Or do you want to go? And I was like, oh, no. I think his excuse was, I have my comfy pants on. <laughs> I, I think I said that. And I'm full of soup belly. And then you're just like, oh, I just want to like hang. I just wanted to hang out with my best friend. I was like, fine, but I'm glad I went. We got some good beer. Hopefully, yeah. good beer. This is a good one. You guys see what I posted to well my Facebook, uh, the article from Entrepreneur talking about what's happening up yeah. in 2014. Oh, are we? I saw it. I didn't read it. I, was uh, at I figured work like we can geek. Yeah, uh, we can just geek. To kind of Get into it. Segue in beer. Uh, they were talking about beer, and they were saying more session ales are coming our way. Uh, they talked to Dogfish Head and saying, yeah, we got in to doing our beer, like, go big or go home. And they're like, actually, we're now thinking our session ales, our lower alcohol between 4 to 5%, will actually make up about 40% of our sales next year. Wow. Uh, all day IPA. Yeah, from, all day IPA from Founders. Founders is going to go year, year round, instead of being a just a summer seasonal. And some other breweries are going to mix in, like, what their lower uh, alcohol by volume beers. And Chris be. said he had their all-night IPA, which yeah, when, was a dark IPA. Yeah, when I was at Founders, they had it on tap. It wasn't something you could get in a bottle, and they don't fill growlers of it, mm-hmm. but it was the all-night IPA, which was a black IPA. Mm-hmm. Still solidly good. Yeah, it's it's one of the things where they're, you know, they're, they're expanding their market and... You know, maybe to expand the markets more, you want to get something a little less boozy for some of the consumers out there. Uh, us considerably, well, 
sometimes it would be nice because we drink three to four beers in rapid succession here. Uh, uh, we've been sitting around drinking this, waiting for you, Paul. Well, I also think if you go with the <laughs> less alcoholic beers, it. it's it's quicker to get out. You don't have to let it ferment mm-hmm. as long. Like you have to like put a little bit less into it. And Steve, you're a home brewer. Like, what are your thoughts on that kind of stuff? I haven't brewed a well, beer in you, months, and it's 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 my own laziness that's that, that's the fault. But that's why I don't brew at all. It's just like, <laughs> oh, that's time. It got to be like work. And nobody likes work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's true. I forget. I went somewhere and they had like one of those like brew at home kits, and I was just like, that won't be the best beer, but I was like, it could be fun for us to like, like sit around the table and be like, hey, what do we want to make? Like, Th- there's a kit in the basement. How I old is it? Well, no, like I have all of the stuff for, like, yeah, you can we can go buy like a kit to make the beer, but I have everything to make I, it. I even have a thing to cap. Lots of bottles. I think wow. we, should, we should do it. Just like once it gets nicer out, just like sit around, like outside drinking and being like, "What do we want to make?" Okay, let's do it. Yeah, okay. don't get me wrong; it's fun. And after you do like one or two good batches that, that actually come out good, you're kind of hooked for a while. But then I get grown up stuff to do, and yeah. I have to, you know. Uh, all right. He, ooh. What I'm was just, the question I'm though? S- I know you, you threw it to me. <laughs> you oh. threw it to me, and then I was like, "Oh, he asked me something." What? what is- <laughs> You didn't even answer. That's right. <laughs> lower alcohol uh, value. Yeah. Lower alcohol value. So what do I like the beers? smaller beer that I, you can do real quick? I don't mind them. Uh, what was a good one that I had this year? Uh, Uinta Summer. Uh, I think it was. It was I think it was just called Summer. Yeah. And it was like a session. It was just called Summer, and it was a. Uh, it was good. It was nice, light. I think it was under five. But, I've enjoyed uh, everything I've had from that beer. Yeah, the me too. Company. Victory session was stuff. pretty good this year. We had that one at yeah. Pizza Pine. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, but then we had it in bottle, but it was an older bottle. Yeah. I liked the Outer Creek session. Outer Creek session was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, we I enjoyed it. We too them. long on some mm-hmm. of those as yeah. well. Because we were going to do an all-session day, and then it kind of, like, we never got around to it. We never got it. around to it. Because we had so much beer. Very poorly executed. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think... Special. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I submit this to the table. Steve, you are invited as well. Oh. We each... We brew a beer. Like, we come up with a, I want this, this, this. I want it to be this style. We each brew a beer, and then we do that for our beer selection. Hmm. Like, we bottle it. How long does it take to brew a I beer? Got a, I got a whole kit ready to go, and I've just been slacking. I think I waited so long, my yeast pack has expired, and I got to go. That's all I need, <laughs> need to go, to go get a new one. Buy some more Fleischmann's? Buy some more <laughs> yeast pack. No, <laughs> I get one. I don't see it. I don't fucking stuff. know. No. Um, but, like, how long you, would it take to brew a beer? Like uh, depending deep... on the style, sometimes like a darker beer will probably last. You know, you got to let it sit longer. Like stouts, sometimes will take you know between one and two months to okay. to ferment. But most other beers, you can you can get. Uh, I don't know. It, it takes a couple to few hours for the actual boiling process and to make the wort and all that good stuff. But once you get it in the fermenter, um, you're probably looking at like three to four weeks fermenting for most stuff, and then another three weeks in the bottle. Hmm. So you probably wouldn't want to, like, each brew one and mm-hmm. then, like, have them together because they sit too yeah. long. But why don't we, like, each month we each have a beer that, like, we've we all, made. We all work together on it, but we follow one person's in charge, and yeah. they have the, okay, Team lead, this yep. is this is what I want to brew. I'm going to brew the a black IPA. And we call it John's Baby IPA. John's baby. John's black baby. Okay. John's black baby. <laughs> I like that. All right. Uh, wait, wait. wait. 
You guys are gotta write this Tell down, me. otherwise we'll forget. I won't forget. This is a great idea. Oh, yeah, right. Um, what that's we what we said about? about eight different ideas. We always say that. All right. Tell, no, this is a great idea too. If you see someone, oh, I got a great idea too. I love your fishnet. Uh, I know. I'm just fucking playing fishnet with this glove. bottle, like protect. Um, right. If you see a parent and their child and they're dressed the same, you think that's lame, right? Oh yeah. Now, what if you see me walking down the street with a little black baby, and we're wearing the same outfit? Adorable. I guess so. What? Are you what? holding hands? We, we could be. I'd say know. I'd probably take you for a nice volunteer at the boys' club. You know, <laughs> probably bought him a shirt. Just, <laughs> I'm I mean, glad it was, and the sentence no. ended with shirt and not just no. him. You probably gave him the shirt as a gift, like a token of, hey, nice to meet you, here's a shirt. No. Yeah, it matches you, you, mine, but, you know. You know we're together because we're you know wearing matching, like, yeah. fitted hats. Yeah, okay. All right, now. Is now, it like you thing see us one and thing two shirts? You see, no, classy. Classy. So many of those in like, Vegas. You see, you see us walking. Ew. Yeah. You see, you see us walking hats? down the street, no. and then you stop and be like, what a, what a fine-looking boy. It's my nephew. <laughs> then you're like, John's black baby. And, and then what if I'm like, little G, do your thing, and he starts dancing. <laughs> do you lose your shit? Break dancing, though? Or just dancing? It, it could be. It could if be. Gets, whatever if, dancing you see in your head, this little kid doing. Break dancing. Doing. Okay, Grab, he's grabbing break a dancing. piece of cardboard from the, this, from the trash this pile just sounds next wrong. to you. This is... No, wouldn't this is that Paul, be... and I am well, saying this Paul, you're wrong. taking this to a dark place. Wouldn't that be, like, the most endearing thing ever? <laughs> Take the good things right, out of Right, Right to Chris at Bagged and Bored. <laughs> I, I just think that would be fantastic. That's, that's harmony. Are you... Yeah. Trying to adopt a, a baby? It's a feel-good story. It's a feel-good story. No, but if I find one, <laughs> find one. Hey, we live in like a wanna. You can find them around any corner. I know. Oh, like that popped into my head the other day when I was at work. I was like, kids are dumb. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, man, if I saw like a parent and the kid dressed the same, I'd be like, I just want to spit in both of your faces. But then I started thinking, I was like, but if it was me and I adopted like a small like African child, I was like. We dress the same. That would be cute. You cannot hear me shaking my head as hard as I am, listeners, it would be but cute. I am. I am shaking right my in. head. No. There'd be some word for it, It'd I guess. Be, it would be cute. It'd be cool. Just the two <laughs> of us. <laughs> we can make it if we try. Oh, so I can't hit that note, there guys. There goes your voice. There, right. there, there goes this Christmas special. so hard. We can geek, though. So we got yeah, beer we, talk. We keep on going with the We Can Geek. Uh... Paul hit the casting stopped the recording like five minutes ago, <laughs> and he's just have. picking up, and we're back. <laughs> I should have. That made me uncomfortable, that whole Chris segue. <laughs> Squirming. Paul, that would be adorable. Uh, and, you know who's adorable? And Paul shame Rudd. on you for well, not thinking is, that. If you're listening to this, you don't know that Chris is like 6'8". So I know. <laughs> like You see us walking down the street, like matching suits. And he's fitted he, hats he's sideways. He's a tall, skinny, lanky motherfucker. I, yeah, I'm now even more now. uncomfortable that you had to say that word like that. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, but Paul Rudd, adorable, and he's, he's going to be Ant Man, a man who doesn't age. He's a good-looking man. He looks better now than he did 20 years ago. Yeah. This is 40. I don't remember what he. And those like are the best years of his Clueless. life. Yeah, that was his okay. first. Wow, yeah. like real yeah, breakout right. movie. God, he was in Clueless. He was the love interest in Clueless. The trusting stepbrother trying yeah. to sneak in for the kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's worse than anything I say. But that's See? exactly what it is. And that made it to movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sorry, Paul. 
Continue. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I think that's a great, you know. I think it's a good choice. He can play a smarmy, you know, slarmy. I like it. He showed in other in Swarmy. other movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's showed he's played the character that doesn't give uh, a rat's ass about what his wife says in other movies. <laughs> yeah, this is forty and Pim does. Pim doesn't really listen. To <laughs> yeah. uh, I think they're probably going to keep away from yes. that storyline. <laughs> right. like, but uh, there's rumors that like Rashida Jones is supposed to, or they're hoping for her to play Janet Van Dyne. Hmm. Like, I think this is a good opportunity to be like, okay, well we have. Ant-Man, let's introduce the Wasp. Who was yeah. a founding member yeah. of the Avengers. Like, they, they can easily do this and then shoot her into, like, Age of Ultron. Like, yeah. it, this, can, this can happen. Like, this can be that so. building block. Like, like we had Whedon said he wanted, her, he wanted her to be in the first Avengers movie. This could be the Iron Man 2, which, Paul, I know you didn't like it. This could be the Wasp 2, Iron Man 2's Black Widow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it would work. I, I'd like to see it. Um, I think he's a fun actor. I think the tone of the movie is going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's good casting. I guess you could roll right... If, if it was Rashida Jones, I guess you could roll... They, they've probably... They've been in stuff together, right? I mean, they've had to cross paths yeah, somewhere. In, uh, and Parks and Rec's Parks together. And there you together. go. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, that's right. He was in Parks and, and Rec, too. Got, you know, and yeah. keep it light and keep it a little bit funny. She fit right in there. Because I, th- yeah, because well, Ant Man has to be the more humorous haircut. Do she we, does have a short haircut. But do we think that now that they have Paul Rudd as Ant Man, we're going to be getting the Robert Kirkman where he's like the villain, like he's a crook that finds the technology. Yeah, because it was more slapsticky. Yeah, or I, are I we going to so. go? It, well, no, he's Hank Pym, like he's the scientist. No, I thought it was always like kind of Ant Man as in. It's the Edgar crook. Wright. Yeah, Edgar like, Wright directing like, it. So I thought it was going to be more if, comedy. If, so if you've crook. seen if you've seen him, he's a huge fan of Ant Man. Like that's mm-hmm. why he wanted to do this project. Scott Lang, when, right? When he was um, <clears throat> what for the last seven years he's been talking mm-hmm. about doing this movie. But he was at one of the like Comic Con panels and he brought like his one of the first comic books he bought mm-hmm. he still has and it's an ant-man it's old school 70s ant-man so i think you're gonna get oh man wait until i can become rich and famous and you guys get all the x-factor movies <laughs> did you read x uh, all new x-factor no i didn't want to do that to myself again. somehow i'm let down yet proud <laughs> you know why no mention of jamie madrox still really he wasn't in it well, he wasn't on the cover, and there's no mention that he's in it, so I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I might be mistaken. I didn't read the book. I'm surprised you didn't just buy it off of nope principle. Jamie Madrox. You bought the whole series, the last series of it, out of principle. Yes. Because <laughs> your big thing about reading X Factor is because Havoc was in it, and Havoc was Cyclops' little brother, and you <laughs> related to being the little brother. Yeah. And I like shitty comic books. <laughs> Yep. That's kind of... <laughs> you can't give Chris anything to play with. He'll, I know, I ruined everything. He will. He's playing with the little bottle right. protectors <laughs> from me. Or the fucking... No, I'm going to find that one. I'm grabbing that net later. Okay. Um, well, something I'm looking forward to is actually from writer Gerard Way and artist Gabriel Ba. We're going to be getting more Umbrella Academy in 2014, um, announced from Dark Horse. I love... Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. 
Paul, you didn't seem to care for it too much. It just, John liked it. Though. I loved it. It was a little great. too zany for me. Like it just seemed like anything could happen. So therefore, I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be rooting for. You're just along for the ride. I yeah, know. that's that's the thing. It's like okay, this is crazy. Anything can happen. What's gonna happen? Boom! I'm Boom. down. I didn't. I couldn't figure out Boom. what the stakes were Boom. in it. Boom! You're watching your voice on the. No, just, talking to, just talking to me. Boom. Little aside. <laughs> just give a Paul a nice resounding boom. Uh, but I'm <clears throat> I'm very much excited for that. Oh, Fabulous Lives of the True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys is wrapping up. Yeah, um, final issue came out last week. Okay. It wrapped up, sorry. That yeah, that's on proper tense. Again, that's one of those books that I missed the previous issue too, number five, just because I haven't gone to the comic store. And I'm making that jump to digital. But I haven't jumped into digital yet. Like, I need to just be like, okay, I'm going to buy all those books that I want to continue reading. And Killjoys is one of them. Mm-hmm. And anything else that comes out from Gerard Way. I'm current on that Will right be. now. And whatever I don't have is sitting at the shop waiting for me. And uh, I'm just trying to read them all together. And, you know, I read that first one you guys gave yeah. me. And that was, I liked it. it. It's a fun, so, solid book. Hmm? I think I borrowed, like, like, Two, three from you, and I have four floating around somewhere. I haven't, like, I have, a, I have them sitting there, and I'm like, I need to read it. I need to read it. I just never get around to reading it. And it's because I keep finding all these great deals on Comicsology. Comicsology is great. I know it's Does, like the steam of comic books. But I read everything that I buy, Paul. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything? Uh, it's finally official. Vin Diesel is going to be Groot in the Guardians of the Galaxy, even though he's had scenes of him yeah. on. Yes, stilts. Outside of the stilts and everything. Yep. Talking to people coming in. Mm-hmm. It's now. He put it with the picture official. of, uh, like, a sculpted model head of Groot. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Anna Paquin, uh, you know, had seen shot for Days of Future Pass, unfortunately. Playing as Rogue. Yeah, as Rogue. Unfortunately, uh, they have. her role. They have hit the cutting room floor, and she Yay! won't be in the theatrical release. No, I didn't say her panties hit the cutting room floor. Well, if I didn't see that, I can just turn on HBO. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, you know, I, she was so whiny. What? I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I'm, she was kind of more mopey. It was like that. Oh, she was mopey. X Men Evolution. Rogue. I feel like we got. It's just like she's that. You leaving not us the again, goth Logan? kid, but like. Uh, yeah, she was kind of the goth kid though. Yeah, like, and I liked her in the one. first one. The yeah, other because one, she she's was, the she, she's the no, lead. Here, here's yeah. the, like my favorite rogue moment was from the third movie actually, where they're on no they're on like the Blackbird uh-huh. and Magneto and Mystique are kind of like sitting like sitting in the corner, and like they look over at her, and Magneto's like, "We love what you've done with your hair." That's two. Is that two? Yeah. yeah. No, yes. is this? Yep. Okay, well, it's from two then. Yep, there's nothing good about the third movie, X Men movie. <laughs> but, like, that's just fun. Oh, yeah, because I said, yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know, I'm, it wasn't I'm not the, sad by this. You should have left school, Bobby, and then, you know, Ice Man winning the fight and being like, you should have stayed in school. Ooh. Paid, uh, Pyro. Pyro. I it, it's sad because. That was kind of the big hook for this movie, where it's like, no, like everyone's coming back, and the fact that she's not going to be in it, it's not going to stop me from seeing it. Um, she'll be probably on the DVDs, like an extended cut thing. So you're still going to get that content eventually. Like I didn't see Wolverine to whatever 
that one was called the Wolverine. Just one that just came on video. Yeah, the Wolverine. I'll but, put it at Redbox, and that's about it. But okay. I know that they have the added scene of like you see the old like brown and yellow costume. I what? saw that online. If I need to, right. just watch the added rogue scene online. There you go. Uh, you know what you won't be able to see online or in print is Matt Fraction's plans for Inhuman the comic book series coming out for Marvel. He is being replaced by Charles Soleil on the work coming out, I think, in April. This is the series coming out of Inhumanity. Really? Uh, Just Matt Fraction was working with editorial, working with Marvel, and what he was wanted to do with the series was just not going to work within what they wanted the series to be, what Marvel wanted the series to be. So he tried different pitches, and he's like, just it just wasn't going to work out, so he's now off the book, and Charles Soleil is going to do his take on this Inhuman series, which deals with the fallout of uh, the Tetrion gas yeah. being released everywhere, and humans are now becoming, you know, the Tetrion gas bomb that happened, in, I guess in humanity, where now there's a ton of Inhumans running around, so they got rid of all the mutants. So they could create a bunch of Inhumans? I don't. I kind of don't get Marvel right now. <laughs> I don't know. Fraction usually delivers, so yeah, yeah it's kind of sad because he's gonna get a chance. You know, I wouldn't. He buy... got a chance. It's just, it just isn't like the the scope of his series isn't what they wanted or the themes thematically. I don't know. We won't know. Like, unfortunately, I, I read the Inhumans book that came out as part of the Tsunami line. Like, I can't remember who wrote mm-hmm. it. It was okay. I probably would never buy an Inhumans book again. Like that's not something that I'm interested in. But when I saw that Matt Fraction was going to be writing Inhumans post Inhumanity, I was like, okay, that's something that I would I would read. I wouldn't buy it, but Paul, like if you had mm-hmm. picked it up, yeah, like I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll definitely do this for a trade and policy or a look back. But yeah. it seems like it's more dealing with the new Inhumans that were caused by the Tetrion gas and more so than the actual Inhumans that we know and love, the back below, the Medusa, the yeah, Crystals, I have no, jaw. I have no special affinity for those characters. Like, I, I'm not buying a book because I see Black Bolt on the cover. Well, but you, you, say, you do it because you see Lockjaw on the cover because he's badass and he's the reason why Wolverine can be in every book. I J. H. Williams the third. What huh? about what? Huh? He did the Inhumans. Really? Two thousand three, two thousand four. I think that's the cover. Because oh. uh, Sean McKeever wrote it. Oh yeah. Why did they have the cover artist first? This is Jade Williams the third. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, I, all I had to do was see Sean there, and I was like, oh, Sean McKeever. Um, yeah, he liked that guy. I, I do. Um, I like I was saying, I have no draw towards those characters though. Mm-hmm. But you say Matt Fraction's writing a book about like crazy like alien mutants just getting their powers mm-hmm. in this world. Like, okay, that's that's interesting. Like, that's something I could check out. Even if it wasn't, like, Inhumans, if it was from another, like, smaller publisher, like a self-published thing, and Matt Fraction's name was on it, mm-hmm. that would catch my attention. Hmm. Anything else catching your attention? Like, videos that you that were posted on YouTube? Not on, or 
Or uh, the new Steve has. He brought yeah. some stuff to the yes. table. I like. I, I skimmed over a story about um, Spider-Man. They they announced for like the next movie they have a new villain, Big Man. Wait, t- Amazing Spider-Man number two, or the next one movie after that. that I, like I said, I skimmed over the story, but the one thing that jumped out at me was that the thing that I cared about was <laughs> Sony announced that uh, they will be giving Venom and the Sinister St- Sinister Six their own movies. Oh. Okay, their own spin-off so that's movies. Like, yeah. yeah, so that they, jumped they out. That like, stop reading the rest of it, you know. Okay. <laughs> they wanted to do spin-offs, but no, it is it is uh, Spider-Man Two. Okay. You're gonna see uh, Mr. Big, Big Man. Well, even Big Man. There you go. When you see <laughs> the trailer for Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like when they're talking about Oscorp, it shows like the laboratories, mm-hmm. and there's almost like you a see. prison where you see like vultures' wings, mm-hmm. like Doctor Octopus's arms, like. There's like just like a bank of all this technology. And it makes me think that that big man is the character that we saw speaking to uh, the vulture at the end of Spider-Man 1 in the prison. So that very well, he's wearing the trench coat. He's real dressed up. You just see him in the shadows right at the end of the movie. The vulture? No, big man. No. But who's he oh, talking he's to? Talk- I'm sorry, he's yeah. talking to the lizard. That, that's, I'm sorry. That's what caught my attention. I was like, what? Yeah. No, he's, he's talking to the lizard. Oh, I only watched that movie once. I, and I, I watched it off of Redbox. I rented it off of Redbox. And then I went out and bought it on Blu-ray right after last Christmas because it was a really good sale. I haven't watched it since. It, it was a 3D Blu-ray, too. Ooh. Right after I got my 3D blue, uh, TV. I don't know. The, like, the action stuff for the new one coming out looks really cool from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, you just you see him swinging around fighting Electro. Like, Even just that beginning where he's like falling. Oh man, those crane operators—they're all metal. They're they're back. <laughs> they're gonna be fried. They're gonna uh, have to come out with an all plastic crane. When you said they're all metal, I just imagine them wearing like corpse paint, listening to something like immortal, like just like finished death metal stuff. Metal. Then completely different. Christopher Lee's album. Yeah. Some Rhapsody of Fire, maybe. You don't want to put that music on your YouTube videos, though, because uh, they have become more stringent about their takedowns. So be careful, yeah, YouTubers. <laughs> um, yeah. I know, I saw. I watched it happen. Um, this isn't really news, but I was actually selected for the testing for the new Disney thing that they're doing, the My Magic Bands. Okay. Where instead of getting like hotel keys or park pass mm-hmm. like keys, you just tap in with an it's, RFID it's like the bracelet. Yeah, like and you t- like tap that everywhere. So I'm actually excited for that. So you're gonna look at sensors and be like, yeah, I tap that. Yeah. Um, cool thing is too, like you can now pre-schedule your fast pass time, so you can uh-huh. go onto the app and say like, okay, well I'm gonna be at Magic Kingdom this day. I want a fast pass for Space Mountain at Whoa. this time. So I'd imagine at this time, like you can schedule like. What time you want to go on rides? That's smart. Which I yeah. think is kind of cool. That is that is really cool. But how does it get associated with the ID badge that you then have? It's if, it's all tied to your reservation. Oh, okay. like when I go to the app, it shows like, hey, you're checking in this day. Like, you have like a two day park hopper pass for this. Like, it's it knows like it's all through the RFID <laughs> tag. <laughs> Look at all those cards. Credits. I got some. I got some Disney bucks. Uh, some. Uh, which that was like the smartest idea I've ever had because it works. What? Like buying the gift cards, just like have them on the side. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't spend it. Yeah. <laughs> on anything else? Because yeah, honestly, when you look at a bunch of money that you've saved up for something, 
there's so many like, other things you can buy instead. <laughs> so that's something I'm excited for because I'm I'm part of the test for like that's cool. It's nothing special. Like lots of people are testing this, but it's something that's new for me. That's cool. What's new for us are the books not coming out December 25th. What's new for us is Oak Aged Yeti, another great divide. Oak Yeti Aged Yeti, beer. up it, in this bitch. Imperial Stout! Mm. <laughs> might have to do that, yes, I like that moan a little yeah, closer you might, to you the might have to be on a microphone mm. for that. <laughs> Who let that goat in here? Sounds like a cow. Um... Uh, it's not as sweet as yeah. uh, the oatmeal. And I don't get much oak off of it either. It's just it's a really dark beer. It's like, a it really coats dark your beer. mouth. It yeah. coats your mouth. Like, it leaves like a mealiness on your tongue. Like It's still good, yeah. but I you would prefer the oatmeal. The oak. Oak. Mm, I think it's good. And these two were big beers. I think that's it's gotten us just comfortably numb enough to get through a Christmas special. Or a dramatic reading. But come on, this whole episode is a dramatic reading. There is no need to do a dramatic reading when that Christmas special is a dramatic reading. All right. That's what it's for. And now, a dramatic reading from Nova number nine. Oh, fuck that page. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, dude. Let me, I have to do one, two. Is this a web writing or is it? Five. Is this? Yep, it's Zeb Wells. Zeb Wells. Uh, I, why do I always call him? Well, Webb uh, and Zeb. Zebwell. Is that Nico? No. No, no. It's his uh, uh, kind of girlfriendy thing. Yeah. Purple hair. From Nova number nine, page five, panel one. Panel one. Wordy as shit. I swear a lot more when Steve's Don't here. Don't use the show. a voice that you're gonna use. Well, <laughs> no. this this I episode is you know definitely marked explicit anyways. Be. No, not all of them. This is a very dramatic reading. I have been sent by one of the one who calls worlds, the one they call Thanos. I have been sent for your head, Sam Alexander, because of that crown that rests upon it. The starred helmet you choose to wear. And that was a dramatic reading (laughs) from Nova number nine, page five. Panel one by Steve. One bubble. <laughs> I love the cover of it because remember when uh, you remember the it's issue by an octopus. Remember the issue of uh, Defenders back in the day. Back in the day, like a year ago. No, no, like it was back like five the, five years no, ago was at it least. That long ago? Like it's four or five Damn. years. It was before we were doing the podcast Damn, where sorry. people were complaining like, "Uh oh, it's a little tentacle porny," like, and then we got this. <laughs> You remember that cover? I do remember that cover. Tentacle porn? But I, um... Yeah, it was... That's a little too tentacle porn I was talking to one of my sales associates, and, like, we were just, like, talking about stuff, and I was talking about just, like, how we, like, ate the Japanese snacks and stuff. And she's like, oh, my boyfriend's brother is into, like, all that anime cartoon stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I used to watch that stuff in high school. And then she was like... He watches, like, the porn stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And she's like, the henti. And I was like, oh, yeah, hentai. I was like, yeah, that's weird. She's like, yeah, he's, like, all over it. Who hasn't dabbled? <laughs> <laughs> dibble, dibble a dabble? 
You did all yourself while dabbling. You're going to double a dabble? I'm sorry, I really thought that was funny. So I learned something new about John today, guys. <laughs> was that James Franco with that, like, the... Yeah, with the, the, like, the, the pillow, pillow and 30 Rock? Here you go, Paul. Just another piece. Don't worry, there'll be more. Okay. I'm ripping apart netting, if you guys are wondering about Is that I'm a new one or the other one? No, this is the same one I ripped in half of. Fuck you, John. <laughs> just gonna get up and get... No pinching, no pinching! Ow, 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 ow! That's how a goosebumps ends, guys. I Come on. Going for a bite. No, no, I was distracting you to grab the other one. Fuck you. This is mine. All right, guys. <laughs> Are we ready to give our holiday gift? We're, we're never ready. I know. We're, we're I, hope, I hope they kept the receipt. <laughs> you can turn this into no one free hugs. No, no. They can turn uh, <coughs> uh, this this gift into for one free hug if they ever see us at any kind of oh, convention. They have to have a, the script, though. Yes. That's priceless. You need to print it out. And there's no way to do that. <laughs> you can find it at Paul at Bagged Boardcast. If you email yeah, us wrong email, that you maybe. want to receive. Uh, somebody else stole our Christmas. Oh, I hope everyone remembers the voices that you're doing for these. Mm-hmm. Mine are quite easy. I think you switched it. <coughs> you picked one up, didn't you? Did, Did I? you mark it? Yeah. Remember we switched the commission? Yeah, I know. We switched yeah. it, yeah. Okay. I'm on top of my shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Remember our first whoa. year? We had like four read-throughs before. Oh, man. And then... They sounded great, and then can, they started... Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to like jump in here. Only five people have checked into the Oak-Aged Yeti. Wow. Is it... It might be new. Or you, you picked the wrong... Like there's I a, searched Oak-Aged Yeti. Or there's a, there's a simple... There's Oak-Aged, too, which I think would be even better... I've had it. I've had the espresso and the chocolate oak cage. No search for and they're Yeti, good. This can't they're, be right. they're good, but like like Did these, you check this one, yes, you don't get much of anything else other than the Yeti. Yeah. Yeah, the Imperial. It's a style. strong beer. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe this is it here. Yeah. This has to be it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I don't know what that other one was, but I feel like I need to try <clears> it now. <throat> Sorry. I feel okay. like this beer has made me phlegmy. They're stouts. They're thick. <coughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, my, my nose is a little sore. So, um, we humbly present to you the next Bag Broadcast Christmas special, The Felcher and Snail Trail, number 543, The Curse of the Snowball. I'm just going to apologize in advance because my voice is going to cut out a lot during this Okay. Somebody went too hard in the, the the pre-reading. No, it's last week I had just like a sickness and a debilitating cold. I, I lost my voice for like three days out of the week. We mentioned mm-hmm. it last week on the podcast. Your throat was often, but he still went really hard for all the voices I, in the pre-reading. I don't half-ass it. That's nope. why I need to make sure I can do voices. He has to make up for the half-assing I do on these voices because <laughs> I'm just not good at them. <clears throat> It makes me really sad because if there was one thing that I wanted as a job, a VO thing would be awesome. <laughs> it sounds like, just like a sweet a, gig. Yeah, just be a cartoon character. Like, who doesn't want to do that for a living? We- but it's difficult, man. I can't even do voices for this shit. <laughs> uh, you could just be like Tara Strong, who does the same voice yeah, for everything. It, it, shut it, you your know, mouth. No, Paul. She's 
still ten times better than I am at doing any of this shit. So I can't. Hey, hey. Paul. Paul is super jealous with Steve because he yeah. every five minutes Steve he'd be is like, like, he'd be like, like no, I'll try this oh, voice. Shit. Uh, we, nope, we, try we, this voice. We helped enforce <laughs> that to Paul. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, guys, I think I'm thinking something different. What about this for this voice? Steve came <laughs> in. We're like, that's gold. And then another line, he's like, what about this? That's gold. And then like, Paul, we're like, all right, well, why don't we try it a little, little like this? Steve came with a different mindset. <laughs> <laughs> Steve was just... I didn't know what to expect. This is a silly story. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) It is. You know this, John. I think that was the point. You know what, though? No plot holes. Zero plot holes. Zero. (laughs) We dare you to find one. We kept it tight this year. (laughs) There's no way you can drive a whole Christmas tree (laughs) strapped to a Winnebago through this Christmas special. Are we ready to do this, guys? Mm Mm-hmm. Previously on the Bag and Boardcast. This kid doesn't know shit about the Felcher. I don't think anyone does. That comic book's a fucking joke. Aren't you tired of playing that yet? No! The, the Felcher is a man superhero. superhero. He, he sucks, sucks up crime like a vacuum of justice. justice. And now, the Bag and Boardcast presents a dramatic reading from the Felcher and Snail Trail number 543, The Curse of the Snowball. Dearest Diary, it is Christmas Eve, the year 1938. Adolf has brought the children to his alpine retreat, and even the A.D. done with the best intentions is tainted by his evil. I look to the skies as dark clouds begin to circle around the simple, pure white snowman that he has given form. I must take the children and leave before their innocence is sullied by his dark hands as well. Present day, Assinippi, Massachusetts, the Glasscock Museum of Unnatural History and Sciences. And if you look to your left, you'll see our newest piece, generously donated by our benefactor, town millionaire and philanthropist, Theodore Glasscock, the fabled snowball from Hitler's Alpine Retreat. Now there have long been rumors of a tale this is all that remains from Hitler's first and only cursed snowman. Everyone knows of the Fuhrer's love of making snow angels, but this is the first evidence of what could have very well been his second favorite winter activity. Did Hitler enjoy making this snowman more than tobogganing? We cannot be too sure. But as we continue along, we find the fabled Simon game that saved Christmas just two years ago. There it is, boys. The snowball. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Do you think the rumors are true? Nay, it ain't the rumors. It's the tales we're after, manly, manly. No, Fishhooks. It's the tales of the curse we need. I, you daft Dr. Penetrator, you're aiming for the wrong hole, me boy. It's the cursed rumors you're selling for. But, guys, it's the tales of rumors cursed that grew. Aye, but have you heard the rumors of the tales? You mean the cursed tales? I thought the rumors were cursed. We should just ask the curator. Ha! Hi, I'm Theo Glasscock. I'm glad you boys are enjoying my museum. It's always good to hear such spirited debate about the tales of the cursed rumor. But everyone knows 
It's the curse of the tales that causes the rumors. Oh. We're going to curse this city with that snowball. Excuse me. I have to go do business for a living. Er, you guys get the sinking suspicion that Glasscock be the fetch felcher? Him? But he's a millionaire. He doesn't have the physique for it. And with those shoes... Uh, but the Felcher always be palling around with his first mate Snell Trail, and Glasscock has his boy Dick Ward. And they be both be wee boys. The Snell Trail only wears a tiny mask. You can see his whole face. Uh, I don't know. One hour later, at Commissioner Patty Mig O'Brien's office. All right, boys. After the burglary of the snowball from the Glasscock Museum, we need to set up a perimeter. I need me lead detective to canvas the area. Canvas? But we don't have an art wing at the museum. You're then going in the wrong direction. Aye, great. Who invited the Felcher? Crime is an open invitation for the Felcher and his youthful work. Snail trail! All right, lads. I was just about to show me boys the surveillance footage from the museum. As you can plainly see, three men in trench coat walk into the janitor's closet. Dr. Penetrator, Captain Fishhooks, and Manly Manly walk out. It's obvious that those three men are in dire need of a rescue. Holy three-way of trouble, Felcher! Are you fucking kidding me? Those men go into the closet, and the villains come out. That man is wearing Fishhook's captain's hat, without a trench coat. Then they steal the snowball and knock out the security camera. No, Commissioner. There are two things stolen. The snowball and the man's captain's hat. Holy hat hijinks! Rewind the tape, Commissioner. I talked to these unfortunate citizens just before their abduction. And their only crime was loving unnatural history and science. But you're not there, lad. That's clearly Theodore Glasscock, town millionaire and namesake of the Glasscock Museum. Are you sure you want to make that statement? You know the whole point of a secret identity is to keep it secret, right? No, no, that's me. Quick, snail trail! We need to check that closet for clues. To the Felchmobile! Fine, fine. Take your smart car. The, the car, the one registered to Theodore Glasscock. I tell you, boys, we have the worst fucking superheroes. All right, we need to find this snowball before the villains release the curse. I thought the curse was only a rumor. Back at the museum. Thank goodness, Felcher and Snail Trail. Hitler's cursed snowball has been stolen. Settle down, chum. There's a kidnapping to more pressing <laughs> matters to attend to. There's been a kidnapping. And a man's hat stolen. Precisely. We need to take this closet in for questioning. Mr. Glasscock, it's attached to the building. I could block it off for you with that velvet rope if you'd like. There's no time. Quickly, to that tiny room. Okay, you, you boys have fun. My God. Damn this villainous door and its closedness! Whatever will we do, Snail Trail? Will the Felcher and Snail Trail figure out the riddle of the door? Is the Felcher's secret identity safe? Will the citizen get his hat back? 
Tune in next week to find out. Same Felch time, same Felch channel. Hi, this is Kyle Stevens. And this is Jim DeMonacos. And we're a Kirby Crackle. And you're listening to Bagged and Board Podcast. While the Felcher and Snail Trail wrestle with a problematic door, the heinous hat trick of Dr. Penetrator, Cap'n Fishhooks, and Manly Manly celebrate their latest heist deep within their lair beneath Assinippi, Massachusetts. I have to say, after uh, finishing up mopping after this crime that happened out there, sure happy to have somebody to split these beer with. Arr, thanks, janitor of the museum. This is the Dark Helmets from Westbrook Brewing Company. This is a black rye lager. You let us use your closet. You let us drink your beer. Class act. I like my beer like I like my men. The darker the better. <laughs> Always good for a hoot, this one. <laughs> hey, that's why we keep them around. Um... It's a dark really, beer. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you guys are here to finish this beer because I'm pretty water sure. is all hell. I'm pretty Captain sure. Captain Fishhooks, you have to enjoy it. I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling a little tipsy. When you guys want to take me home? <laughs> we can't go till after the crime is done. Get it together, Manly Manly. I'm pretty sure that's after drinking some of the Yeti beers. Our taste buds probably aren't ready for something this light. Or this beer's just shit. <laughs> yeah, it could be that as well. It, there's, it's a black rye lager. It's, there's it's, not a lot to it. It it seems like they're just trying to bank off the geek cred. Like, cashing in off of just making a parody off of something. No, no, no. I did a deal with Dark Emma once. He's a good guy. <laughs> this beer's shit. Dark Helmet? That's really getting me, uh... A little, little, little flustered over here. Well, drink up, me hearties. It's almost time to for us to use a curse. Load it into me cannon, and sh- so I can shoot it into the sky, cause a blizzard, melt the snow, and drown the town. Now, I've heard rumors that it can penetrate the heart of any man, turning them evil. When I throw it at Santa Claus... I'll end Christmas forever. I thought we were going to rub it on people's nipples, like in the tails. <laughs> Holy rattling room of robbers! The Felcher at Snail Trail. How did you get in here? Good job! Did you think that heinous door would keep us from stopping you kidnappers? I kidnappers? We didn't kidnap no one. You mean stealing the snowball, right? Kidnappers are superstitious and lying lot. And you're wearing that man's hat. Where are they? You, you mean me captain's hat? Your hat. That hat belongs to the gentleman I met out in the museum. No. We were there, but the only landlubber we saw was Glasscock? See, boys, I told ya. No. I just... Distinctly remember to speaking to three gentlemen in trench coats about the snowball right before it was stolen. They walked into the closet, and then you kidnapped them and stole his hat. No, those were ours. See, the trench coats are right here. Those poor men. 
You skinned them. You monsters. No, no. They're cults, see? Watch. I'll put it on. Sir, you're alive. Hurry, rescue is this way. Gobble lost if you want to live. Wait, wait. You think? <laughs> well, see you suckers later. <laughs> I'm escaping. Oh, look, I'm one of the kidnapped victims, too. Let me just pit my skin back on. This way, sir. Sorry we couldn't do anything for your poor friend who was hung on that coat rack. There. Let's go. What? What a bunch of tuna brains. I'm still here. And why would you leave with the superheroes? But now I can drown the city. Back at Asinippi Hall at the commissioner's office. Hi. What are you lads doing here? Good news, Commissioner. We saved two of the kidnapping victims. But the bad news is that one of them was skinned. Possibly while alive. And his hat is still missing! Precisely! The kidnappees are right outside. If you need to question them... Right outside? Well, that's Manly Manly and Dr. Penetrator. Why are they eating ice cream? Space ice cream! We got it at the museum. Ugh, every time. You did it again, Felcher. Right, guys, but wrong crime. Can you get some boys to bring them in? Are those policemen taking them home? Bye, guys! But where's fish hooks? Bring, bring. Hello, top of the morning to ya. Paddy Mick O'Brien, Commissioner of Police. Uh-huh. Snowball. Uh-huh. Cannon. Uh-huh. Blizzard. Uh-huh. Flood the town. What? No ransom? Just letting us know. Well, thanks. Uh, Captain Fishhooks? Boom. <laughs> Was that a click? <laughs> it's the dial tone. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> I think the commissioner was hanging up there. No, no. I think Captain Fishhooks <laughs> hung up on him. Nothing to see here. But it says click in the script. Right. <laughs> well, that was Fishhooks. Because nobody got the snowball, or him, he's going to start a blizzard, melt all the snow, and drown the entire town. That devilish demon of the seas! Holy snowmageddon! He must have stolen the snowball when we were distracted by the kidnapping. But... We're going to have to go to the Glasscock Manor to the super-secret Felch Cave to process evidence with the Felch Computer! Will you stop telling people? I bet you a million dollars, if you go back to the museum where you found those kidnappers, you'll find fish hooks on the snowball. Ha But you don't have a million dollars, Commissioner. I'm the only town millionaire. We found them at the museum. And there's only one person who has full access to it besides me. Ah, for Christ. The curator! Precisely! To the curator's house! Can someone send a car to the museum to catch fish hooks? Later at the home of the Museum of a Natural History and Science Curator. 
Gather round, children. Let me tell you the story of how I met your grandmother. God rest her soul. Ding, Ding dong. dong. Oh. Oh, Mr. Glasscock. Oh, and your young ward, Dick Ward. Is something amiss? The cursed snowball is a missing. You foul fart of a felon. Good one, old chum. Now, get ready for a mouthful of justice, you creature. Oh, what? Why? <laughs> Where's oh. the snowball? Oh. Yes, for the snowball, oh. old man. Oh, not in front of the children. P- please, this is how their grandmother died. The case of the jaywalking jailbird. She died a whore, and you're going to die a villain. No. Where's oh. the snowball? Felcher, look. As our heroes pause from being the museum curator senseless, they witness the snowball launching into the air from the town square. He must have had a reamer! Right, Snail Trail! A remote explosive aimed missile and mission remote. One of those kids must have had it. Get them, Snail Trail! I'll launch the... Yeah! <laughs> I'll launch the Felchmobiles guided ballistic ordnance neutralization exploding rocket! A guided power missile! With the press of a button and the flip of a switch, Belcher launches the guided boner missile at the snowball, destroying it, causing a light snow to begin to fall on the town. What does that sound like? It's exploding. It makes total sense. Good work, lads. You somehow managed to blow up the snowball before it started the blizzard and given as a nippy a white Christmas it's deserved. Not the Christmas it wants. Me boys managed to catch fish hooks in the square, but sadly we're unable to catch the crooks who beat up the poor museum curator. That was us, Commissioner. We beat him good! Him and his minions! There's no escaping the vacuum of justice! Good lord, the kids too? You two are in your thirties! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you boys think? You know, I'm here, Dandidio. I want to pitch you this story. It's a new 52 take on the old uh, Felcher and the Snail Trail. I think it could be uh, made very Christmassy. You could, you know, maybe uh, include a red or green lantern here or there. Uh, but overall, I think it's going to be a really good Christmas season for all of you and yours. Dan, how'd you get in here? We uh, asked you last year to come to the special, but you keep showing up. Yeah, Dan, like, there was a one-time invite. You can't keep eating all of our food. But uh, I thought everything in the fr- fridge was fair game. No, we uh, said you can have all the Senka you want. <laughs> you overstayed your welcome, Dan. <laughs> I, I guess I'll just go and uh, visit Nick Cage then, because uh, he treats me well during this Christmas time. <laughs> you get to see his dang. <laughs> we don't like to mention that here. <laughs> And that was our annual Christmas special. It goes really fast when <laughs> when you're reading it, but when you're writing it, it takes uh, days. Four days. Days to write it. Yeah, it could, you know, four hours here, three hours there, over four days. So, you know, good 16 hours worth of work, unfortunately. We're not professional writers. 
or voice actors, except for maybe Steve over here. <laughs> Steve's really good. Uh, I'm glad I didn't have to put any put in any legwork. <laughs> yeah, he just had to come here. He's like, damn hey, ringer. We got a bunch of beer. Well, what I was happy with is, like, after we took the break and came back, I had the Snail Trail's voice back. There like, you go. <laughs> I, I felt like I was actually accomplishing what I wanted to do with it. I just think we need to hire somebody for sound effect sound effects for next year. Yeah. Remember when Paul was really on it and he had like bells for like the sleigh and stuff the one year? Remember when we didn't do the sound effects on the read through and we should have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, I I I did the uh, in the read through. It, it made it through the read through. Yeah, it did. It was a dial tone. Dial tone. So this is something we just do for fun. Like all of these episodes for us are fun. Like we. Mm-hmm. Every episode. Every All episode 196 of them. But this, like, our Christmas special is the one where it's just like, hey, let's sit down and just... Be goofy and just stupid and maybe like, a little more vulgar than we normally are. Pitch, pitch the craziest ideas mm-hmm. we can. And yeah. a, a lot of this is done, like, it's so done on the fly when we're writing this. Yeah. Like, we come up with a general, like, idea and an outline for it, but then it's all just, hey, and then this happens. It's where the story takes us, that, not where we want to go. That, and that's where the story just becomes a creature of its own being. Like the villains leaving <laughs> with the Belcher snail trail with Captain Fishhooks just standing there. That uh, happened. That happened in the writing. That wasn't just a dumb joke. Uh, we forgot that he was just standing there. <laughs> no, that was my point of the joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, like... Steve, uh, Steve came to a beer tasting that I had previous to this, and we, Paul and I were talking to him about our ideas for our next Christmas special, and he was like, you gotta have Manly Manly in there, and I wanna play him. So, uh, we brought him in, but little did he know I that we- I don't remember that at all, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were sitting in my living room. Hey. We were looking at my comic book art. I think we had a bunch of yeah. beers. <laughs> we did yeah, have we a did lot have of a beers. Bunch of beers. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, uh, well, we like to throw in those little, like, nods to things that we've said on the podcast before. Pre- previous to, and, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Guided boner missiles. Are, uh, it's one of Steve's favorite things that Paul's ever muttered. Which we didn't even remember it had been said. <laughs> yep. Until it was Guided pointed out. boner missiles. <laughs> I think he was talking about something that Chris and I really liked, too. Yeah, you guys were, like, looking forward to something that, like, there has been no, That's like... a perfect way to describe that, though. <laughs> you guys were looking forward... You guys for... had fucking guided boner missiles over it. <laughs> you guys are, like, ready to launch your guided boner missiles about this thing that we've heard nothing about. Like, it was, like, some project, some video game, or some movie that there was absolutely no information probably, like, about. probably, like, The Hobbit or something that just we were Could, getting crazy for. I don't even remember it happening. Have you guys seen Desolation of Smaug? Yeah. yeah. We, we saw it opening day. Like the, it was like, good. It was the day after, technically. Cause, well, because it opened it yeah. Thursday at midnight. It was yeah. still Friday. Did you guys buy this Super Pass? No, just the regular did they see? They have a commercial right before it starts playing for yeah. to go out and buy upgrade your ticket to the Super Pass, oh. which gives you the digital HD. How many people do you think they got with that ultraviolet? Lot, right, probably. probably. It, it, it was so funny because they're like the the digital release of the HD version Ultra Blu-ray, or ultraviolet edition of the movie, which I think. To the majority of the movie going public means absolutely nothing. Well, the other thing too is right before they play the movie is like, don't watch it on the small screen. It can only be seen on the big screen. Yeah. Hey, go, 
Go buy a ticket so you can watch it on your ticket so you can watch it at home. I can't believe you guys are going to sit here and watch it on this shit. <laughs> watch it on your computer monitor at home on ultraviolet. I'm I'm sure there's some way to actually pass it over to your TV too, but the, well, you watch stuff from your yeah. computer on your TV, so it's doable. Well, no, but if, and even if you have a big enough computer monitor, yeah. it's just weird to me. Because seriously, like most of the words that that guy was saying made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a reamer. <laughs> yeah. Ultraviolet edition. Uh, what? All I know what is like an we're working on the script, and then Paul's just like nudges me and is like Reamer, and then like has it all spelled out what it's supposed to mean. I'm like, oh okay, that's good. And we gotta, gotta put that in. That's for the thing. I'm like, oh, oh okay, we can do that. Yeah. Same thing he did with the guy in Bowden Rush, like when he broke it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> binary. No. Uh, ballistic. ballistic ordinance. I didn't have to read the line, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, neutralizing explosive rocketry. Yeah. Or something like that. And I loved it. Yeah. I championed that. Well, Thank that's you. That's the thing we do on the show. We, we support each other's ideas. We make fun of each other's, uh, sound effect choices. <laughs> it just makes sense that Captain Fishhook was hung up on the commissioner. Like, barong. <laughs> we, we never got it out that he has two hooks for hands. It, it's all this. Uh, There's a lot behind the scenes that doesn't come out. Like there Hitler, was a whole Hitler not- was supposed to appear again. <laughs> Remember when I had like that five minute fight about Anne Frank's involvement in this yeah. one, where I'm like, no, her backstory isn't like this, guys. <laughs> don't do this. And then we had her like. Remember? We don't even mention her name. It's We're, just oh. Dearest Diary. <laughs> Nobody knows who. If you listen to last year or not last Two year, years but the year ago, before, we reference it with yeah. the uh, the Simon. It's, but like Paul's like, this isn't how it happens. Paul, we had her married to Hitler. No, she's not married. It's in vitro. It's science. It's occult. It's craziness. It's not. She would no. She was young. She got lost nope. in the no, no. <laughs> remember Hitler's argument with him when he was halfway I, to the bathroom? <laughs> I do remember it. It was Hitler hiding out in Brazil, trying to rebrand himself, being like, I'm not that bad of a guy, and then, like, creating these kids. No, because he's at his alpine retreat. Right. You're putting holes in the plot now. Yes. Like Swiss cheese, much like the alpine <laughs> retreat. <laughs> but, uh, uh, we thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed this or didn't enjoy it, please uh, let us know over on and the iTunes. And don't judge the rest of our episodes based <laughs> off of this alone, please. Nope. This we, is a one-off we do every year. We yeah, do we try to hit throw you it, with the news every week. We but. try to throw it throw it back to all our previous shows as well. Yeah, it, it it's continually growing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what we could work in from this one until next year, but... I didn't expect, like, a reference to the Simon game to be thrown in, so we'll see. We will see. And, uh, yeah, like John said, always rate us and review us. If you want to get in contact with us directly, you can always email us, contact at bagnaboardcast.com. Remember the and, Chris. Sorry. Uh, you can Twitter us, at Bagnaboard, or like us over on the Facebooks, Bagnaboard, also just Bagnaboard. I don't know where it went. If you want to email us individually, it's John, Chris, or Paul at bagnumboardcast.com. 
Uh, we have a Tumblr page. Yeah, there's that. We're too. all over yeah, the internet. So if you found our our podcast, you, you can find yeah, us everywhere else. <laughs> the sexual tension over here on the side of the table. It's like salmon cat over there. Salmon crazy. cat? What? What? <laughs> Guys, I think we found ne- cat I think we found next year's Christmas special. <laughs> salmon cat. Salmon cat. Write it down. It's a Nickelodeon. Sam and Diane. No, that's uh. Jeans Wrangler. It's a Nickelodeon show starring the girl from. Jeans Wrangler. We found Steve's character for next year. Well, the janitor also saw. (laughs) Jeans. Steve, gotta make him gay too. He sounds. No, no, that's a woman. Like Jean Grey. Oh, you can just do your normal voice then. (laughs) Oh. Uh, Bye, everyone. We hope you have a happy holiday.